Hey, Mel. Hey, Saeed. How are you doing? Oh, my God. So oh, much better now. Me too. Now that the, the, the dynamic duo is back together. We are back together. Yeah. I went to Paris. Oh, my God. Yep. I am international now. Balance International. Are you going to change your handle? I might. You know what? I, I approve. I approve this change. The, the International Balance 510. Yeah. Well, no, you got to take the 510 off because that's... Oh, because it's you know not international. It's you not international. No. Right, right, right. Unless you want to do a plus one. Plus. You know? uh, plus. Yeah. In, in, uh, in Paris, Disney was Disney plus. And I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. How are you? I am so excited Come to on. dive back into the pod, you know? Me too. Uh, the strike is over. Yes. Hooray. The writers are back. We won. Back in business, baby. Right back on the block. That's right. Yes, I love it. Um, today I have a special guest, a friend of mine. Uh, he and I were in the Nickelodeon Fellowship together. Oh. Uh, like my brother from another mother, Adam. Hey, man. Hey. How are you? I just walked into here. I don't even know. <laughs> Welcome, Adam. We're so excited you're here. We are. Thank you. Brother from another mother. That's a huge compliment. It is. Like, yeah. me and him went through war. Like, I know, we went through war. Like, Adam and I were the last people to get staffed in Nickelodeon, and we would just, like, just talk to each other, like, are we ever going to get staffed? Yeah. And it was like a no, huh? <laughs> Does it feel like you're the last kids left at the orphanage? Literally, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Definitely. Like, can I have some bread? Yeah. <laughs> Or a, Some water. A, a staffing gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the staffing ga- yeah, gig yeah, over yeah. the bread. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's pretty much how it uh, <laughs> how it felt. And we, we ended up both getting staffed at the same time on Flatbush Misdemeanors, which is yep. dope. Yeah, so um, yeah, man. Uh, real quick, crazy. So you were staffed on Flatbush and then went in the charm. You was in like two in a row, man. Yes, it was kind of weird how it happened. I was uh, in the Nick program with you, mm-hmm. and then we were both uh, shadowing on different shows, mm-hmm. and Flatbush Misdemeanors was one of the shows we were shadowing on, and we were there for like the first month or so, and yep. then they were like, we love you both. Employ us. Yes, yeah. and they, they employed us. Um, and then at the exact same time that that offer was coming through, I got an offer to join uh, Charmed. At the same time? See, I didn't know that It part. was like the same week. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. Oh, my God. Talk about a rare situation. Seriously. Yeah, it was so weird. It was just like, you know, because when you're in the program and you're mm-hmm. seeing everybody else do stuff. and Everybody was, was getting stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> not us. Like, and we were just so antsy. And we were so like just waiting and waiting. You're just kind of waiting for your moment. And yeah. then... Yeah, two at once. And I was like, oh my God, how do I do both? (laughs) Um, So I was able to do Flatbush. This was like right before uh, the holidays. So I did Flatbush until the holidays. And then after the holidays, I switched over to Charmed for the very end of the the room for that season. Yeah, that shit was was crazy. And how how was it being in your first room, uh, being in Flatbush? Like how? Um, Well... Luckily, I think because of the program, because we were able to shadow in other writers' rooms uh, first, it wasn't like day one of Flatbush was like day one of being in a writer's room. Um, So luckily, we felt a little bit more prepared, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily, the first show I shadowed on was Star Trek Prodigy Mm -hmm. on Paramount Plus, RIP. Um, And not Paramount Plus, but Star Trek. (laughs) Um, And... 
I mean, that room was so fun and everyone was so welcoming and I was so scared to say anything and talk and, you know, participate, but uh, it was just so welcoming and they, you know, after a while I got very comfortable, maybe too comfortable. <laughs> I was just like, I'm part of the room. Um, and so I, I feel like I sort of carried that energy when we were you did. on Flatbush. I was just kind of like, let's just pretend like we work here and then maybe they'll hire us. Yeah. And they did. Oh my god. Now, I've got a question, Adam. Yeah. What's Saeed like in the room? (laughs) Of course. Um, (laughs) Well, this was like, this was all on Zoom. Um, So he always just had the same background, Mm. nondescript, (laughs) closet doors. We were never totally sure. He said he was in the Bay. (laughs) We didn't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He could have been anywhere. Um... Uh, uh, he was just, you know, the same as he is in any environment, just like so chill mm. and so uh, um, just like listening, a lot of listening. Yeah. And then when he would pitch, he would get really serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. You were good in the room. You were too. I think I, I was, a, it's funny because in the beginning, I think Adam was more seasoned or more comfortable in the room in the mm. beginning than I was um, and uh, like kind of seeing him kind of help me get a little more calmer but like it's funny because I think even somebody else was like in the beginning like I didn't talk as much as I did later like it, it was a yeah. little it was like a it took me a, like a couple weeks uh, to like get into what okay what I could bring and what mm-hmm. I could do so but I think you did benefit from like being with the Star Trek and you I, I remember like Adam came in like we both came in nailing shit though that's one thing I do know like it was like we were on a trial period and but like he was nailing shit I was nailing shit like like big shit where we were like oh they gotta like you know what I'm saying like I was like they, they, they need us yeah and then they yeah. they got us but yeah, <laughs> yeah we were the glue that we they couldn't have made the show without us yeah how um, many people were in the room that's a good question I can't even there's remember there's like eight Okay. Yeah, two uh, two showrunners. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two showrunners uh, who are also the co-creators and the stars. Co-stars, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you two are so different, and you have like such a different energy. So now I'm so <laughs> curious about like what everyone else was like. So Saeed's the kind. So it's like he's not pitching on every single thing, but Hell then no. when he does, like you pay attention. Yeah. 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 I mean, so he just has that presence. You know what I, I mean? He does. He does. You know, you just listen to when he talks. I appreciate it. You're like, it. I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds good. That's, <laughs> and, 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 that's, and that's why I'm here. Hey, and, that, and, that, and that's why I'm here. Said every girl in LA. <laughs> literally. No, literally. Fun fact. On on Hinge, I don't do text. I do voice messages. Oh, my well, God. Of course he does. Of course Fun he does. Fact, but, uh, it's, it's, his, it's his greatest asset. You think yeah. he's going to... <laughs> Everything else is downhill after that. But, but also, you know, um, like my therapist would say, like women, like men fall in love with their eyes, duh. But like women fall in love through their ears. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. I, I'll I'll go with that. But yeah, no, like uh, it was different. Like I feel like Adam was very funny and just free, kind of with the pitching and stuff. I felt like 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 uh, it, it was almost funny because it was like Adam would just which I respected, like Adam would just pitch in. It was always good shit, 
but he wasn't afraid. Like it didn't seem like you. You know how some some people say, "Don't talk too much," or <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like just yeah, like, I wouldn't I, shut up. Yeah, like I feel like you know, I feel like you were like you definitely weren't like I'm gonna like be quiet back here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I mean, it definitely depends on the room, depends on the vibe, yeah. you know, because we've definitely in part of shadowing been in writers rooms where yeah. you're not supposed to talk as much maybe sure. um, and they make that clear to you in subtle ways yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think having the dynamic that we had with the people that we had um, with Kevin and Dan and uh, Devon who was the showrunner yeah. he, uh, they just created an atmosphere that made it really warm and really like you know it didn't feel like judgmental didn't feel like there was a hierarchy of sure you know, well, this person pitches first yeah. and then this person person pitches or you can't pitch on that because whatever, politics or because of, you know. It didn't feel like there was uh, huge egos. Um, so I think that really helps, makes me feel comfortable. Um, so I think, I mean, definitely I was like so scared and so nervous the whole time. Oh, uh, you were shit. You were a good faker. Well, that's the beauty of Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh. see the rest of my body fidgeting and, you know. What, what was the diff, like, how was it going from, because you went from Flatbush, which is a Showtime explicit rated R show, to Charmed, which is a CW. Explicit rated R show. <laughs> right, explicit rated R show. So how was the difference between the two rooms and how did you, was it seamless for you or did you like switch into a different thinking cap? How was it? Um, It was it was so surreal and strange because I mean, those two shows, just what they are and what they're about and completely different, just completely the yeah. opposite. And, um, but weirdly the rooms were both hmm. so nice and so welcoming. And I was coming in like literally for the last two episodes of the season that they were breaking, mm -hmm. um, which ended up being the last season, RIP. Everything I work on gets canceled. Kind of R.I.P. Flatbush <laughs> misdemeanors. Oh my God, you've um, kind of got the Midas touch of canceling <laughs> shows, don't you? It's a it's disease running rampant through the industry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, uh, everyone was so nice. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, it was like towards the end of the room for them and towards the end of the season. And no one was really sure if they were going to come back. So the energy was a little, you know, you know, people were tired. It was, it was the end of a long season. And um, so I think, I was able to bring kind of new energy and excitement because I was like, you know, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, you're like a breath of fresh air. Right. Because um, I was like pitching on things and I was excited about stuff because mm -hmm. I was like, I want to participate and do stuff. Um, and everyone else was like, okay, great. Best <laughs> time. Um, and yeah, and it was cool to be able to see, because on that show, because uh, on Flatbush, we were there before production started mm -hmm. and on Charmed, you know, it's a network show. So they're in, in production. production as, yeah. you know, they're in pre-production, production and post-production all at the same time and in the room. Um, so it was cool to sort of, sort of briefly get to see into those windows of things. And um, they actually let me stay on for like a couple extra weeks so I could shadow uh, one of the writers um, as he was overseeing his episode. That's um, so I got to like sit in in all the production meetings and pre-production oh, meetings and, it was so cool to see like, oh, wow, we were just talking about this a month ago and now they're like figuring out how to right, make this a reality. Things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, and, and Jeff Lieber was the showrunner of that one, right? Yeah, and Joey Falco and Nikki right yeah. now. Yeah. Jeff Lieber is, is dope. He's one of uh, my mentors. And it was funny because uh, we have this running thing, Mel, where I had went up for Charmed <laughs> years ago. 
and didn't get it. Uh-huh. Um, but then you got it. And I, I was happy. And Jeff, <laughs> Jeff was there because Jeff. Is this, where this is where we fight. Yeah, this is where we. This, this is why I'm on the podcast. This is why you're on the podcast. It's actually <laughs> a setup. It's not a podcast. Yeah, we don't even have a podcast. <laughs> right. this, this is this is. I'm not even looking at questions over here. Uh, this okay. is like you know. Oh, there's questions. You know, um, oh but uh, but yeah, Jeff Lieber is dope. I definitely want to yeah, shout out him. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Love you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So how how <laughs> I quit I quit the podcast. No, um, how was the interview process for staffing for Flatbush and then for Charmed? Um, well, for Flatbush, I think we just met with them. Was that together or separate? I think we met with Devon first. Like, I think I met with Devon first, and then I met them. Is the yeah, like Kevin, yeah, Kevin and Dan? And Dan yeah. yeah, was that how it was for you? Yeah. And with that, it was more like, I think they were just checking to see if we weren't weird because mm-hmm. we were just shadowing at that point. Um, so it didn't really feel like, I didn't feel a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It just more felt like a vibe check. A vibe mm-hmm. check. Um, and then with Charmed, similarly. Uh, Did you have those interviews at the same time too? No, I, th- I can't remember when that was, but okay. that one definitely felt more like this is like a job interview. Sort right. Of. Um, but it was also, I think at that point, by the time you get to that point, it's kind of like, it is just a vibe check. They're just seeing yeah. if you're like not crazy. And that wasn't a part of Nickelodeon though, right? No, I did get it through. through Nickelodeon? Nick. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Okay. Interesting. Shout out to Kate. Kate Blatchford. Yep. Kate is, Kate is the coolest. Um, let's take it back a little bit. What made you want to enter Nickelodeon anyway? Of all the things, of all the fellowships, why um, Nickelodeon? I wish I could say that no, it keep was it because real. Yeah, keep it real here. <laughs> I love Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, no, they don't pay me anymore. So um, I, I just applied to everything me too. and um, okay. just kind of threw everything at the wall and see what stuck. Yeah. And honestly with Nickelodeon, I, that was probably the one that I was the least enthused about because me too. I was like, I don't think that's the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. I don't really see myself there, but I might as well try. And then when we were like semifinalists or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I remember the first interview was like, um, I just, I was, I was just like, they're not going to pick me. So I felt really, that was weirdly freeing because I, I was like, well, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going right. to be like Nickelodeon's always been my dream, even though that is true of some people who mm-hmm. are in the program and apply to the program. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me personally, I was like, you know, I was more of a Disney kid. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I wasn't even really watching Nickelodeon. So my, my knowledge of it wasn't as strong. Um, and I what wasn't, did you say in the interview then? Were you like, this was my last choice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, it feels like I just kind of negged my way into it where I was yeah. like, fuck Nick- animation, <laughs> fuck Nickelodeon. I hate like, kids. We like this rebellious kids. attitude. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't think how, that's how it actually was. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't remember I don't know. I think I was just trying to be myself and yeah. was just like, well, this is an opportunity and like any opportunity I will take and mm-hmm. learn from. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really matter where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think they just appreciated my honesty <laughs> and, and did and my uh, writing, hopefully. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you had to, to get in. And yeah. so let me ask you this. What did you write to get in? Uh, what was the spec? And then what was the original? Um, I wrote a spec for Pen15. I love Pen15. Yeah, that's so yeah. I miss that show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my spec was like, they, oh, they become convinced that they need a gay best friend in order to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is such a good storyline. I love that. Yeah, so they just like, there's like a new kid in school that everyone assumes is gay. So uh, they're like, you're name, our new best friend. Is his then, name Adam? No. <laughs> um, but I actually don't remember his name. Oh, But uh, yeah, and then he turns out not to be gay. He's okay. trying to like fuck one of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this pic. Wow. Yeah, Space and Say. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Hmm. I might try that now. <laughs> don't no. give me ideas. No, yeah, sir, no really don't. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. No. Um, uh, yeah. And then my, my original pilot was called uh, Bros. Yeah, no relation to the film. Oh. Um, before the film. Before actually. the film. Oh, way before, right? Like, like, yeah. I remember reading it. And then I remember later, I was like, uh, are you where's my uh, yeah. yeah, where's my residuals? residuals yeah. I'm going on strike about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Bros. Just like basically like a buddy comedy about yeah. two dudes who are best friends one's gay and one's straight oh yeah. my god it's crazy what happened? Oh, no. hilarious um and then it ended up being inside yeah exactly <laughs> i manifested us you did you did, you did. um so yeah that, that's what i wrote yeah that shit was dope i have a question mm-hmm. this is a two-part question uh it's in regards to charmed a were you a fan of the original and b how do you approach doing a reboot of a show that's so well known and beloved um, Good with, question. With Charmed, I had never watched the original show. Okay. It's kind of like Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, it's weird because like that era of like WB time, I was like, I was there. Like I loved Smallville and Gilmore Girls and stuff like that. But for some reason, Charmed, I was like, that's too gay. <laughs> I can't watch that. Uh, I'm a straight boy in high school. Mm. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it didn't last long. Um, <laughs> just phase. And uh, yeah, so I never watched Charmed, and um, I hadn't watched Buffy either until mm-hmm. recently, so that was great. Um, so yeah, so I was kind of like fresh mm-hmm. in so many ways to come into this room, because I was like, I don't know anything about the old show, and barely knew anything about the new show. I mean, like binge watched the whole thing before I started, and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, It's like, great. Um, but uh, yeah, and the new show was like totally separate, so... I didn't really need to know anything about either. Mm. And I think they wanted me as like a fresh set of eyes. Mm. That's dope. Um, somebody that's not like a humongous fan. Sometimes it's good to not have somebody who was like a humongous fan of yeah. it, like a fan fanatic, like writing fan fiction. Like you could come at it from a different perspective. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, it's more freeing. Yeah. And then I can hopefully bring things that they don't already have there. Yeah. Um, Because it's also just sort of weird and random to hire a writer for the last like ten weeks of a room. Yeah. Um, So I just kind of, yeah, I was just like, I'm gonna make the most of this and just try to have fun. Um, Because also it was at a weird time in my life where, you know, in between Flatbush and Charmed over that holiday break, my mom passed away, and so that was like, you know everything happening all at once in my life yeah Mm -hmm. and it was uh so having work and having charmed especially this like fun magic show yeah um was such a nice distraction and really helpful to have that kind of creative outlet and also to be in a room with people who didn't really know me so they weren't like all over me in terms of like how are you are you okay yeah that that's interesting yeah that's Mm -hmm. interesting um so it was kind of like a full just escape Mm -hmm. um but it was so strange to like 
have waited so long, like your whole life. It's like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a TV writer mm-hmm. and then to finally get my first two jobs and then mm-hmm. to have this other thing happen at mm-hmm. the same time was so surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also like, uh, I don't know. I was glad that my mom was there. Like she was, she knew that yeah, I yeah. got those jobs and yeah. was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of felt like, cause she was always not skeptical, but like, Mine too. Like, what's going on in your <laughs> <Yeah>. life, Adam? <laughs> I mean, she was like, she was like, okay, like you're yeah. doing this. What are but you like, gonna do? <laughs> yeah, literally. So like, it just felt like my whole life. It just kind of validated, like, okay, yep. so he he he's gonna be okay. Settled. He's gonna do this yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work out. And, That's so dope. Um, so yeah, but um, you know, the real part is, do you feel? Because this is the way I feel. I feel like without a fellowship, it's super hard to get staffed. Do you feel that the Nickelodeon fellowship? Uh, not only was it like a good experience, maybe you could elaborate on some of the stuff you did learn that you used in a room, but also do you feel like without Nickelodeon Fellowship, do you think you would have got staffed? I don't know. I mean, I think the, I think moving here when I did, because I went to, um, I went to grad school at NYU, so I was like mm-hmm. very, you know, I have my MFA and dramatic Features, writing yeah. and like I got rejected I'm, from that program. I got rejected too, so it's okay. Yeah. You didn't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I thought it meant something, and um, not that it doesn't mean anything, just mm-hmm. lots of debt. Um, but I came here and I sort of thought, like, well, I have my MFA. Where's my job? Mm. And Hollywood was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this was a humbling time, my first year or so, and. Uh, so I don't really know what would have happened and how I would have made things happen without the fellowship. Um, but I think, you know, it's like I said earlier, like whatever opportunity you can get, mm-hmm. you take advantage of. And, you know, I had no, I never would have guessed in a million years, like I would get into the Nick program and like right. that would lead me to be on like a Showtime comedy mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. charmed, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's hard to predict and hard to say what would have happened without it. But I mean, I'm so glad and thankful and grateful that it did happen. Yeah. Um, so enter everything, listeners out there. Like, yeah, I try you never to tell, know. Yeah, I try to tell people like, just shotgun approach it. Yeah, because I feel like I had such a specific like mm-hmm. thought process of like how how you're supposed to get into the industry or or get into the room or, you know, whatever path I was like, I didn't realize that there were so many different kinds of paths and no one's path is the same. And being in the program actually helped me sort of see that in a bigger scale because we were meeting all of the alums that have gone through the program. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them, they were just finished the year before, or some did 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And you just see how different all of their careers are Mm -hmm. um, and where they were before the program and after the program. And it just kind of showed me like, oh, like everyone's doing something different and everybody's path is different. Um, And so that can, I know from the other side of it, of like waiting for something to happen mm-hmm. um, that can feel really discouraging because you feel like well if anything could happen nothing's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it also is you know encouraging because it's like well anything can happen mm-hmm. and you know you never know how things will pay off or how um, what opportunities will come from other opportunities that maybe you didn't think about as big opportunities at the time um, so yeah 
I don't know if that answers the question. No, nah, but what what, did, what what do you feel like you got out of the program? Like, so if somebody's going to enter, like if somebody's at home thinking about, okay, well, Adam made it, Saeed made it, I'm going to enter Nickelodeon. What were the things you got out of it that you think were beneficial? Um, is this sponsored? <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Nickelodeon. 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 <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah. You should do music. I know. <laughs> See, this is what I dealt with all fellowship. No, literally. That's good. That's it was good. so funny to be like, here's Saeed. He like, used to be this like hardcore rapper. And we would be like digging up his old videos. <laughs> oh my God. Would you play his old videos? <laughs> yeah. No, he saw some of them. <laughs> So money, flows. money flow he, every time no, I hated every I hated oh, no. every second there was of there was a video I saw I hated all of this are oh, you talking about the one with on the, youtube.com where the woman threw money in my face is that there's the one? a lot oh. of women uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the casting process was for this oh, yeah, uh, music video mm-hmm. for balance yeah. um, <laughs> I don't think that was a question though I think the question I actually <laughs> forgot the question <laughs> Hey, how did we get into my career? All right, so two writers talking shit about singing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Actually, Adam's the new co-host. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. Yeah. sorry. This was my exit. This was really my yeah. exit. This yes. was not a, yeah. yes. Um, but no, like, what did you learn out of the Nickelodeon oh. program that you felt like was beneficial? Um, in the program, I feel like it was just sort of a crash course in uh, everything in. Yeah learning how to talk about yourself, mm-hmm. learning how to uh, meet people, mm-hmm. which sounds weird, but you know, it's just a very specific kind of meeting these like generals and meeting mm-hmm. any industry people and other writers too. It's like you have to learn how to um, conduct yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and those emails, remember those emails? Yes, emails. Oh my God, we just have to email everybody after like like they like drill like you learned how to write a follow-up email yeah yeah Yeah. oh interesting what would they tell you to put in the follow-up email well just like uh it's just like a thank you note that was Mm -hmm. had to be you know kind of specific though yeah 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 yeah. because i always like put a little like for my mm follow-ups i mean that's like if they give me the email address if they don't there is no (laughs) (laughs) follow-up Well, I know. Well, now the irony is like most of these things are going through your reps. So yeah. you're like, right, you don't have that. I don't have their emails. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they're like saying if, thank you for they, me. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, I had someone to follow up for me. No, if they offer the email, of course, I'm like, yeah, I set an alarm 24 hours later. I send it. Yeah. But if they don't offer the email, I don't ask for it because yeah. then it sort of feels like stepping yeah. on their toes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that sort of feels like at an end of the date, you're like, we should do this again. The other person's like, uh-huh. <laughs> feels like that. No, I just, I asked for their home address. Yeah. <laughs> I asked for their phone number. Social security. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but no, what, what, what we put in it pretty much is yeah. like, uh, you know, hey, nice meeting yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. And then you didn't, then they had it where we had to bring up like, two or three things they said in the right, yeah. in the meeting that mm-hmm. resonated with us mm, yeah. which I thought was kind of different was like hey when you spoke about this you know character arcs like that really yeah. resonated with me so it was like you had to make it kind of personal you couldn't just be like hey thanks for meeting me bye yeah, yeah. that's uh, interesting I think at first like early on in that it definitely it felt rough. really it was really hard and it felt really like forced it, yeah forced yeah. Um, but I think it's important and it's I think the idea around that is just like remembering that even though maybe these meetings are for quote unquote connections or whatever, yeah. um, that it's still just a person that you're meeting. Mm. And cause I know now having been 
because now we're sort of on the other side of things sometimes where people are coming to us Mm -hmm. for advice which I'm like good luck girl (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's my advice um May the force be with you. Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and then you're getting those thank you notes back and you're like, oh, this is so silly. But, um, you know, you just, I want, if I'm meeting with someone, for them to feel relaxed and to feel like normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the main takeaway is like, oh, if you can connect as people, that will take you so much further than any other aspect of that meeting of like talking about your writing, talking about, you know. I also think the art of the follow-up is like lacing your personality through it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think it's so good that they like sort of like drill down into you to sort of reference, you know, something that resonated with you. Like I always try to, um, like if we've talked about something, like I'm like, oh, I watch this show or I like, I listen to this podcast. Like I think you would love it. I'll always like, I'll link to the podcast or I'll link to like a trailer of the show. Um, Or if like, you know, I, I, it, or if I said that the exec like looks like someone, you know, <laughs> I'll end with like a paparazzi shot of yeah, that person, you know, um, you know, but it's like, it's got to feel authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, which I feel like Saeed told me that you worked on Nickelodeon, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that you sort of work on a personal pitch for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what yours was? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what it was exactly. It's long. Is it um, long? It's like five minutes. Yeah, it was definitely five minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I could, but I don't want to. What were some pieces, though? I remember you had something that was funny, though. You're like, I'm from this place. I mean, it was just, you know, like, I'm from Colorado Springs. Right. That's right. Yeah. Conservative. Right. Military town. My parents were in the Air Force. (laughs) I was just this little gay fish. in In the pond? No, I was a big gay fish in a little pond. I love that. Oh, that's good. That's good. What's funny is we at by the end we knew every yeah, one of these people. Yeah. Like it was like mm. we, it, it got said so much that we would just like because we would be on Zooms yeah. and we would like it's like okay we're meeting with this person and then we go around yeah. the room and then like Adam's going and then like we kind of knew everybody's yeah. Yeah. like Hunter had one where she yeah. was like I'm from Florida or crocodiles or some yes, shit right yes, and it was yes. just like Angel wasn't there long enough to. No, I still remember hers. Really? She's from Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga, <laughs> that's right. She worked at Target. Right. Uh, she wanted to do like track and she had a career ending right. injury. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. But she would <laughs> oh see these God, things. Oh, my God, they stick, stick with you. Yeah. Yeah. But so, because you're all in the Zoom together. Oh, so, like, when the, when the oh other God. person is oh, doing we're, their We're mouthing it. Like, we're like. But it's like, like you're doing your, you're doing your, like, your spill. performance of, like, this yep. is so interesting. Yeah, like, literally. Oh, like, you're doing your fake laugh. Like, when she says, you know, the thing, you're like. Yeah. I've never heard that joke before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I have to confess that by the end, I was muting Saeed. <laughs> I, would, I can't even re- I think mine was like <laughs> rapper turned screenwriter, yeah, yeah, like yeah. something. So I, I can't even remember the rest. That's so I know. Bad. I would like mute you. And yeah. then Kate, who's our boss. Uh, when when she, she would laugh, it? I would like pretend. Oh, did you laugh? Okay, yeah, because that was the thing. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, to, she's like, oh, this is this joke. Oh, we got we, it. We, we had God. to, we had to like, like we had to act like every time, like it, it was, was so, the first yeah. time, yeah. like it really was yeah. a performance. It's like watching like um. Your now best all the people who've met with us are like, what the fuck? Yeah, you fucking lied, to us. <laughs> well, they all listen to this podcast. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No. All of them. But uh, so that's a really good log line, right? It's yeah. like I was a big gay fish in a small conservative pond. That's yeah. an yeah. excellent and it really sticks with you. Yeah. I hope so. Well, hasn't got me a job since. 
but we will we'll still <laughs> yeah. will um, um, but yeah I think what else did we learn we did we did a whole pitching workshop we did you were good at that mm. I must say like I remember yeah. I remember seeing the pit like I was I was like fuck man like this pitching shit but but you seem like very calm and like I wasn't oh, I'm just a see, big once again, faker he's just a fucking faker <laughs> I gotta take these I gotta take some notes yeah but, you just mm. gotta fake it yeah um, but yeah pitching was really hard one yeah. of our in our um, pitching workshop we had to um it was like we were preparing our pitch and then um he was like okay we're gonna practice it right now yeah and then he was like you can't use your notes <gasps> no notes yeah. how yeah. long how long is the pitch i think it's like 10 10 minutes you remember i bombed do you, do you remember <gasps> when i bombed the well because we yeah because we were like none of us were prepared none yeah. of us were like ready to oh i bombed big time i think he was like you did if i remember he was like did you prepare and i was like uh in my mind like (laughs) matter of fact i did buddy all night night but yeah i remember he was like did you prepare it off of this yeah and i was like it was uh, definitely like such a (laughs) feet to the fire kind of moment yeah where you're just like oh fuck i had to like are we allowed to swear Um, oh a fucking course (laughs) uh but but they had one thing that we really liked which was we all had to work together to make a episode oh, yeah. of a show. That's when I almost killed Tate. Yeah. Oh my god. What happened? What happened? Tell, tell the listeners everything. We all had to give ideas <laughs> down there. Like we yeah. Um okay, so we did we did like a it was like a fake writer's room. Yeah. Um with but there were only three of us because it was me, Said yeah. and Hunter, who was also oh, and on the each program. day it'd be a different showrunner. Yes, and then like each of us got a, a turn being the showrunner. Who was the worst showrunner? Said. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, it's because we just, we didn't, at the time, we didn't know anything, you know? Yeah, we were yeah, really yeah. just making it up <laughs> as we went along. And, um, yeah, it was so, uh, it was so frustrating because we were all just, and because, like, one yeah. somebody had to type, yep. and then oh, we were, like, trying to write an outline together, because yep. we were break basically, we just had to break an episode of a Nickelodeon show, yep. like a fake episode, mm-hmm. um, which I think our episode was It was really funny. good. Yeah, I thought it was funny, Better too. than whatever <laughs> they actually did on this unnamed Nickelodeon show. Mm. Um, they should have used that. I know. They could have used if it. they were smart. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, but it was really frustrating because it was like all of us, I think all of us just wanted it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> so we were all just like, let's just get this done. And yeah. Saeed was like, let's take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, good student here. <laughs> so fucking funny <laughs> um all right so do you want to talk about how you got a manager doing the program so and first off adam was killing in the program like, i can tell like, I adam, can tell. like a- adam talks a lot of shit about being like the perfect student <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like we're all writing our pilots because like you have to write a pilot in the program mm-hmm. and like i mean i am having the worst time <laughs> ever <laughs> like my shit is getting rewritten every time Hunter's script is getting rewritten every mm-hmm. time, and Adam is just like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm done with mine. I'm on to the next one." And uh, matter of fact, I'm done with the next one. So <laughs> I'm like, "What?" So um, yeah, Adam was skating through it, but you got a manager in the process. You want to talk about that? Yes, agent. Um, agent. Oh, oh shit! Correct yeah. me, please. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So part of the program in the beginning is we have like one-on-one mentorship with Karen Kirkland, who used to run the program, um, and she's now my agent. And uh, she taught me how to outline. Side note: Thank you. Uh, yeah. Shout out Karen. Shout out Karen. Love you, girl. Without her, I wouldn't have been able to outline. And when that outline, because I was beat sheeting, 
Mm, and she was yeah. like, this is not an outline. You have to write it like fucking prose. And that was yeah. the hard part for me. I was writing like a beat sheet <laughs> and she drilled me like fuck. But when I got in the flat bush and it was time to write an outline, you're like, Hello. God damn, this is good as Hello. shit. Uh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So she worked with each of us one on one and we had our pilot that we uh, submitted to the program mm. and or whatever you wanted, I think. Yeah. And then you could uh, basically work on a draft with her and she would give you notes and then you would go back and fix whatever um so she did that with each of us individually and with me i was able to work on three scripts with her in the time that saeed worked on one (laughs) One. oh my god adam just drags you to absolute hell doesn't he he dragged me across but it was i mean yeah but the thing about karen is she's so um you know she just has specific standards and is really uh tough and uh just wants the best out of you and um i think yeah, I think she, we just vibed and she really liked my writing and yeah. that made her want to be my rep, which was mm. crazy. So, um, yeah, so it ended up being cool, but <laughs> I don't know. That's tight. Wow. Yeah, so, and she's, she's a lit agent and she worked on the in the program? Yeah, so she used to run it for many years and oh, then she became an agent. But oh. she still comes back and like you know, okay. mentors um, the new kids. But yeah, she did like a, so there would be like a section. So like we'd have different sections. Like one was, uh, we were improv, right? Yeah, we had to take an improv class With, over uh, Zoom. UCB, right? Oh my God. Was it UCB? Yes. And then, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> and then, and then like Karen had a class where it was like, um, you wrote a pilot with her, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we all had mentors yeah. that were working at Nick yeah. and we wrote a pilot with their help yeah. or their guidance. And then we had like a, one of the fun ones was when we were in uh, in uh, oh the sketch Dwayne Colbert yes, comedian yes. yeah we were in sketch class that was fun me and Adam had like some it was just me and Adam left yeah at that point it was like four <laughs> yeah. in the beginning we're the yeah. two like yeah yeah y'all ain't staffed yet yeah and then Angel got staffed yep. like two months in yep. and yeah, then Hunter, Hunter was right after that yeah um and then yeah it was mostly us for the whole yeah. year and then there were two then there were two yeah and we had that stand up class which was dope where wait we got who to taught your stand up Class. Dwayne Colbert sketch, sketch. sketch. it oh, was sketch, sketch class yeah sketch yeah, it was, class. yeah it was but it was sketch so we were doing like little sketches just yeah. the two of you yeah. yes. over and over, over and over <laughs> again and it, 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 uh, it always came back on us <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like you had four it would be like okay just, it's like oh, so right, anybody want to pitch on that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm curious about the outlining process that you learn there mm. that's really specific because when you're saying a beat sheet like mm. are you talking about like that save the cat beat sheet yeah um, so when I think of an outline, I'm thinking like every single scene that's going to be in the pilot. Yeah. Is that what, like, what was the process that you two learned for outlining? Well, I never had to do that. Oh, you never had to outline? No, because oh, I, because my just, script was fine. You just blown through. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, but you, but, 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 okay, well, I'll say what it was for me mm-hmm. and then you probably already knew this, but like. It had to be literally so like it's not enough to just list out every scene of a movie mm. uh, or a script, but you had to like actually turn it like a book. A book. So I, I I couldn't just say, you know, Harry walks in and meets Jessica. They have a conversation like that would be enough if I'm just writing on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was teaching us how to write it for executives to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like. A disgusted Harold walks into the room 
and notices across the room that it, like you have to write it like a story. It's like a novel. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like a, a novel. novel. Like in I, in mine, I would put like um, pieces of dialogue into yeah. it as well. Yeah, she was like. No, like, you, you <laughs> no dialogue. Like you, you, like maybe you can get away with one or two dialogues, but oh. no. Oh, so yeah. she would say, "Don't put any dialogue no. in the yeah. outline." Interesting. Like, you, you, yeah. you had to almost say, like, um, you know, and she disagrees with him about this uh, oh, subject. Oh, I see. Like, yeah. you, you couldn't. So you're putting like, dialogue that's like really important, right? And maybe only three. I would only try like three mm. in a whole outline. in a whole outline. Yeah. yeah. So but, it's really prose, like a book. And I yeah. wasn't used to that. Yeah. yeah. But I think in the program, we, because uh, we did outlining at some point, but uh, I think when I was working on my pilot with my mentor, but I, I think my takeaway from all of that was like, and hearing about Saeed's process is that like, I think often we're trying to, at least I am, because I'm a procrastinator and lazy sure. <laughs> and I just want to like create the least amount of work possible for myself. I feel like I'm always constantly trying to like pass the pass over certain parts of mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. um, or skip things or like, eh, I can fast forward through this bit. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, it was a harsh lesson to learn uh, in the program that you can't really skip any part of it. Yeah. And like, I know at least, but I, I mean, everyone's process is different, but I know for me, it's like having, um, having a really detailed outline like that is so helpful yeah. and it makes writing a draft so fast. And then you have a draft that's like, mm-hmm. like a really like robust draft. That's not like messy and not like overwritten or mm-hmm. maybe a little, but like, isn't just like a, a vomit draft. Cause it's so, you know, was so carefully outlined. And then rewriting becomes easier because then yeah. you're just sort of fixing small things as opposed to overhauling the whole thing, unless you have to. But yeah, that makes sense. Um, we just got out the strike. How? Uh, what strike? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're living in another world where it wasn't a strike. Alternative yeah. reality. Sorry, I I'm in you. a pond. Yeah, I'm in a pond. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was the strike? This is your first strike. Uh, my first strike. Uh, how was it? Uh, and how did you get through it? And- survive it because you survived it but yeah um it was wild it was so weird i feel like yep. we've had like our specific i guess crop Group. generation yeah. of writers who are coming up right at this moment yep. um and getting our first jobs and everything i feel like we just had such a weird mm-hmm. <laughs> weird string of events like covid and then yeah like, we covid both came in strike COVID. Yep. um streaming changing everything for that yep. i feel like ever since I moved here like four or five years ago, it's been a weird time in Hollywood. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, it just kind of felt like another thing. It just yeah. felt like COVID all over again. Where it was it like, really well, did. nobody can work, yeah. mm-hmm. except this time we have to be outside in the heat yeah. <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of in, in our homes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw you a lot though. Like I would run into you at a different studios and stuff. So that was I cool. tried to stop by all of them. Yeah. The only one I never made it to was the main like CBS one. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I didn't go to that one either. Sorry, sorry to those people. Yeah, right, I, didn't, I didn't make it to Disney either. I was like at like CBS a lot. Oh, Disney was nice. Was Disney it? Was chill. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. the strike was weird. It was just like, uh, uh, well, in it's in. I mean, we all know the negative side of it, but I feel like in a positive way, it felt nice to kind of feel equal, and yeah, it yeah. felt like everybody was kind of in the Together, same boat. Yeah. And we were all not working. We were all, you know, um, out on outside. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I think that was really nice to feel. Um, but now it's like, now we're back, back to the hustle. Now I got to stab these people. Give me a job. <laughs> got to take them down. <laughs> and, and, and with that being said, now that the strike is over, like, what's your mind frame? What's, you know, what are you looking forward to? What are you, what are you, what are you focusing on now? Um, well, staffing, of course, but I think also what was great about the strike was being able to, cause you know, we're like hustling all the time and we're constantly, like we were talking about the, our, our intro of ourselves and saying the same joke 45 times in mm -hmm. these meetings to these executives, you just kind of, I felt that I kind of lost a sense of like who I actually was because mm. you're just so you're just constantly regurgitating yeah. this mm. version of yourself yeah. and your story and what you want to write and what you want to say mm -hmm. and I feel like the strike kind of made me pause and kind of reassess and be like wait who am I and mm -hmm. what do I want to write and what do I want to say and um what did you what did you find out I don't know <laughs> I'm lost <laughs> um I I mean it was a cool opportunity to like work on things that mm -hmm. I had been meaning to work on and things that I, you know, wasn't necessarily thinking about, you know, would this sell? Would this be a good mm. sample? Would this be whatever? It's just like, I just feel like writing this. So I'm going to, even if it means nothing or ends up being nothing. Mm -hmm. um, that's a product or content. It's just like writing, you know, I think because I am such a procrastinator, I put off writing so much. I do not write every day. That's insane. That's all right. Um, but when I am being productive and I am writing every day and I am actively working on something, I'm like, oh, this feels really good. <laughs> I always forget. That's tight. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this because mm -hmm. I like writing and I mm -hmm. like creating and I like having a product that I'm proud of um, and feeling fulfilled in that way. And then, and then like five more months go by where I'm like, I don't want to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, yeah, go ahead. So since the fellowships are going to be opening back up again, oh. what advice do you have for anyone who might be applying? Um, well, I think my advice for people applying to the fellowships, it's funny, my friend Zach, I met uh, because he was like a semi-finalist semi mm -hmm. the year after us. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to me, slid into my DMs, and was like, hey, I see you're in the program. Can I ask you some questions? I'm a semi-finalist. And I was like, you seem gay, so I'll help you. <laughs> 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 and um, so I like met up with him, and I was like, do this, 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 and this. And then he didn't get it. <laughs> so I was like, mm, maybe I'm not the advice giver. Um, no, I, I think it's just... It's the same with anything in this industry. Mm -hmm. There's so much outside of your control. Mm -hmm. And people will decide things for the dumbest reasons mm -hmm. and pick people for the also dumbest reasons <laughs> or not pick people for really dumb reasons. Um, so I think having that perspective and keeping that in mind of like, you know, it's not personal to you. Mm -hmm. The rejections. Mm -hmm. Or even when people say yes, you know, sometimes they're just like, well, I need this kind of person. I need this type of writer or whatever. Mm -hmm. They check, check this box. It's mm -hmm. like, okay. Um, so I think trying to let go of a lot of that, which is really, really hard, and um, just focus on, okay, what can I get out of this? Yeah. And if it's, you know, fellowships are a great opportunity and a great excuse to write something new. Mm -hmm and to have a deadline to write something new mm -hmm. um, and to get feedback from friends that you trust and from other writers that you trust. 
Um, so you're creating something. So like that's worth it in itself. And then if you make it to a part where you're being interviewed, that's good practice to practice being interviewed, practice, you know, getting those skills because that's important. Mm-hmm. And then if you get rejected, that it's like, yep. get used to that, yeah, you know, fast. So there's like things to learn in any aspect of it. Um, so if you kind of go in open-minded to, you know, thinking about it as different kinds of opportunities for you, then it's less about like, well, why aren't they picking me? And mm-hmm. why are they picking this person? Like, I know them, they suck, they smell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, girl, they just pick who they pick. Right. And sometimes you're lucky and it's you that time. And other times it's not you or something else will happen. Um, I mean, there's people who applied to the Nick program who didn't get in and then still ended up working at Nick. Yeah. Um, because the other thing is, if you make a positive, you know, impact on them, mm. and they don't pick you for whatever reason because they've run out of slots or because X, Y, or Z, they'll still remember you, mm-hmm. and they something else might come up, and they're like, oh, like this person that we met with would be perfect for this thing, and then suddenly you have a job and you didn't even do the program. Mm-hmm. So you never know. So I think it's just worth it to just have those experiences. Is that advice? That's very good advice. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Last, yeah. Yeah. Is that a slogan? Someone should come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it all over Paris. As a matter of fact. Just do it. <laughs> that, yeah. Just do, do it. Plus. Do it. Plus. <laughs> um, last question. What are three things that you are watching, reading, and listening to that you're excited about or that you really like right now? So what are you watching right now that you really like? Um, well, right now I'm watching the new season of Only Murders in the Building. Okay. Yeah. Catching up on that. Okay. Meryl Streep. I like that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, she's she going is. places. <laughs> I think um, she's got a career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what are you reading? Reading. I've been trying to, it's been so hard for me to read. It's okay. I read so much in lockdown. Okay. Like yeah, the most COVID, books I've read yeah. in my life. Yeah. And then like the years since I'm like, what's a book yeah. um can't even hold it yeah. there's no screen um no i've been trying to read uh this collection of short stories by ursula k le guin called okay. changing planes oh. um it's really cool it's like different people go to this airport and they're able to like visit different dimensions and different planets and so each chapter is like a different little vignette about each place mm. um but yeah she was a genius and what do you listen to I'm listening to two writers talking shit. <laughs> Best answer Best. yet. Best answer yet. And, and with that being said, uh, Adam, thank you. What is, if people want to reach out to you, like, are you on, I guess it's not Twitter anymore. It's called X. X. Are you on X or Instagram or is it yes. somewhere? You can reach me on X at, at Elon Musk. <laughs> oh shit. I need a loan. <laughs> and a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm not on anything. Right, you can, cool. if you need to reach out, you yes. can reach out to Said, and, and I will, will and I, I will, I will connect you to Adam. Thank you. This is two writers talking shit. Yes, plus plus. <laughs> two writers talking shit is an original podcast created by Melanie Mars and Said Crumpler. Our producer is Kayla Guest. Our audio engineer is T. Kelly. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you damn well please. All we ask is that you subscribe, rate us five stars, and give us a glowing review. If you're not going to give us five stars or any glowing reviews, then why even log on? Save your rants for an open mic. 
If you have any questions for us, and I do mean any, you can email us at two writers talking shit at gmail.com. That's the number two, and then writers talking shit at gmail.com. See you next episode. Bye.